Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You're listening to the Nobody's Podcast. I still have to haul a couch down a flight of stairs, so they're used to this. Let's get a move on. Oh, okay. (laughs) Hey guys, I'm Annie. And I'm Bryce. And we are the Nobodies, experts on nothing, with opinions on everything. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Nobodies. What was that sound? I I don't know. I, it was it was just I I I I didn't realize you had so much so much more to do. <laughs> rub it in, Bryce. Rub it in. <laughs> That is so bad. All right, well, we'll 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 try to get through this lickety split. You know, I haven't said something like that yes. in a while. For good reason. Oh well, I mean, do you do you like lickety split? Is lickety split okay with you? Or? What do you think? What Probably do you think? No, but it does no. kind of sound a little Mama Wilkie. So I don't know. No. Mm-mm. No, she'll like. I see why you say that, but no. <laughs> Okay, um, well, let's get to our favorite news segment, maybe mine, um, Story of the Week, which is our new Peaks and Valleys. And yes. last time, Annie just did Peaks and Valleys. So we'll <laughs> see what happens this time. <laughs> I want to talk to you quickly about some um, – my Story of the Week is not really a story, more of like a TED Talk. And um, I want to talk about bloating. <laughs> okay, I'm actually here for this. Can we just combine? This can be our combined story of the week. Great. We'll just do. We'll just. We'll just feed off of each other. It'll be like a choose your okay. own adventure type situation. So we'll. Perfect. So I want to say that um, not necessarily. This doesn't really have anything to do with bloody. It was supposed to lead into it, but I just boned the lead, buried the lead, buried, buried the lead. Boned the lead. Is that a? Did you make that up? Yeah, it's not a real phrase. I don't know. People say that in production all the time. They're like, oh, don't bone the shot. And I'm like, that seems, that (laughs) doesn't seem appropriate. Like at this point anymore, that just doesn't (laughs) seem appropriate. Um, So anyway, the, okay. So I typically get. (laughs) I really like that. I typically get, yeah, I know. Say that on your, you know, say that when you're on vacation or ever trying to get a picture. Just say don't bone the shot. Um, I typically get the uh, a, a Southwest salad mix, you know, like a, a mixture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think I'm, <clears throat> I think I'm being healthy um, because I don't put the little tortilla strips in there, you know, because typically mm. they have like you know the tortilla strips and make it you know Southwestern and everything. So right. I try to say, all right, okay. The tortilla strips, but then, like an animal, sit and kind of like what I do, what I did long ago with the Dove chocolates, where I stand over the garbage, rip open the um, tortilla chips, pour the entire thing into my hand, but like let a little few of them fall, you know, like a little few of them (laughs) fall, so I'm like not eating at all, and then just shovel it into my mouth. And I just kind of feel like that is defeating the purpose of not putting them in the salad. I would have to agree. 
<laughs> but that, why? Like, what that is the logic there? That sounds like the definition of defeating the purpose. <laughs> <laughs> like, 100%. And I don't get why I think that I'm like, oh, I'm being healthy by not putting the tortilla strips in. And then I just gargle, the, I, gargle them all. I thought neck. you were... I thought the whole thing was going to be like, oh, yeah, I don't put the tortilla strips in, so I'm being healthy. I didn't know you were going to, like, then follow it up with I eat them plain over the trash can. Yeah. Like, I just I, – I don't – like, and then going – leading in. So let's talk about bloating because I will tell you when I got – so I was on vacation, as you know, like summer vacation back a while back, and I was gone yeah. for 10 days. And, you know, I did a couple of different weigh-ins. God, I'm such a woman. I, I did a weigh-in at the beginning. Okay. And when I got home, you know, I like to really, I mean, I might as well just punch myself in the face because I, that's basically what I'm doing whenever I get on a scale after a vacation. Um, but I get on the scale immediately because I'm like, okay, how much, how much, how much do I have What's to- What's the damage? So yeah, I scream at myself in the mirror and call myself a fat, fat piggy. Um, oh God, I hope you're not doing that. <laughs> Not really, still doing that. Uh, <laughs> but I, uh, I decide that it, first of all, I had gained seven pounds. Well, let's not say gained. I weighed in seven pounds heavier okay. than I did. But then the next day, miraculously, I had already lost four pounds. Yes. So bloating is wild. I just have to say like that is, it is a yeah. wild concept. Well, and it's wild. You can't weigh yourself like right when you get done traveling on a plane either, because no. like that altitude does weird things to your body. For sure. And I also worked out for the first time and I was eating hell. Like I was eating finally like a green or two. Um, you know, obviously a lot There's, of tortilla trips, but, but how do you feel? How do you, how, how is, how is bloating post-pregnancy? I feel like we haven't really touched that issue. Well, that that's what I want to talk about because okay. I don't know if I'm bloated or still just fat. Peyton, <laughs> <laughs> you're not fat. <laughs> I know I'm kidding, but my, but like, that I is don't. a good question though. I, <laughs> I mean, Thank you. Like, I can't tell if I'm bloated or just still carrying extra pregnancy weight. I mean, yep. I know I'm carrying extra pregnancy weight because of what's on the scale, but I don't know how much of that is just like. But you are burning like, like crazy calories because you're breastfeeding, right? I mean, that doesn't, it doesn't translate or like, or you're still losing the weight. Well, a lot of it's hormonal. Cause like oh. my body's going to hold on to weight while I breastfeed. Um, yeah, that makes sense. But like bloating in general, even when I, before I got pregnant, like, am I bloated or is this an extra five pounds I still need to lose? It really doesn't make any sense. Mm. Right. Like <clears throat> that's always been my biggest complaint of like, am I bloated or <laughs> am I bloated or am I bad? <laughs> that's what this episode should be called. <laughs> I know. No, no. The, the, the episode should be called, that is the definition of defeating the purpose. <laughs> That's the best. I don't, I don't, I, I just think it's, I don't know if it's because, I mean, because I can gain weight. I mean, I'm just the type of person that can gain weight really easily. And so I'm wondering if there's something to deal, like, I wonder if people 
or if that's just a, a, a symptom of getting older that you just bloat like all the time. You have, I, you'll have, I have like one drink and I'm bloated. But like, are you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How, okay. How do you feel when you're bloated? Like I want to like rip my stomach off of my body. Okay. So like, it's a different feeling. Yeah. I mean, you can just tell you're just like, you just kind of feel like barf. Okay. I feel like I can always tell when my face is bloated, which is like all the time lately. Uh, I can't tell when my face is bloated, which is shocking, but. I think all of it is just like a societal construct. is i mean we're just projecting on all the shit yeah. that has been projected upon us <laughs> like the fact that we have like any sort of any sort of body issue is because yeah. it has been projected upon us by yeah. society god i hate that i hate everything <laughs> that should be the name of the episode i hate everything i hate everything i feel like we, i feel like we have an episode called that already i kind of do too yeah. Um, okay. All right. Well, let's get started with Peloton in 60 seconds, a segment in which I start a timer on my phone and we talk all things Peloton for just one minute. Are you ready? Set. Go. Okay. Which, uh, if you were a Peloton instructor, which musician or group do you wish you could instruct? That is a terrible way to say that question. But basically, if you were, what, what group of musicians like to take an, an artist ride, what would you, who would you want to Kevin Gates. I knew you were going to say that. Oh, I should have said it. Yeah. I, I knew, I knew I should have said something like that. Yeah. I, um, wow. That's a good question. I didn't even think about it. One for myself. <laughs> I've just been really into the punk pop. <laughs> I, also like, I like how you said, oh, the punk, the punk rock. So good. The punk, the um, punk, you can't even speak. I like how you said, that's a good question. And it's a question you asked. <laughs> It's so dumb. It's so dumb. But I'm really like, I would do like a Blink-182 ride. That would be good. Um, or like a yes, Newfound Glory, so American Hi-Fi. I don't know. Any of those. I don't know what my problem is. <laughs> this has been Peloton in 60 seconds. All right. I don't even know if you realized you said that's a good question. No, I did. I did. And I didn't mean to. It, did, it just happened. That was just really funny. Because I didn't even ask a question. <laughs> you asked. It's like Monica. You asked the question from yeah. friends. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. I know. Monica, you asked the question. You asked the question. <laughs> God, losers. All right. Um, moving on. I texted you about this. On a recent episode of Chelsea Handler's podcast, Dear Chelsea, she invited supermodel and fellow Nebraskan Ashley Graham on the show, and they discussed love languages. I thought we should break yeah. them down and identify what we are. I don't think we've ever done this. Well, I hope not, because if we did, then that's really poor producing. Um, <laughs> but the uh, five love languages are five different ways of expressing and receiving love. They are words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. The concept was developed by Gary Chapman, PhD, in his book, The Five Love Languages, The Secret to Love That Lasts, where he describes these five unique styles of communicating love 
categories he distilled from his experience in marriage, counseling, and linguistics. Okay, so here they are. So words of affirmation, I'm just gonna break these down. How to communicate words of affirmation are you encourage, affirm, obviously, that seems pretty obvious, um, appreciate, empathize, listen actively. And actions to take are send an unexpected note, text, or card, genuinely encourage, and often. That seems like an incomplete sentence, but anyway. Um, <clears throat> physical touch, how to communicate, nonverbal. <laughs> Use by, I don't know why I'm laughing because this is like actually, I think scientific, nonverbal, use body language and touch to express love. Actions to take, hug, kiss, hold hands, show physical affection often, make intimacy a thoughtful priority. Receiving gifts, how to communicate, thoughtfulness, make your spouse a priority, speak purposefully. Actions to take, give thoughtful gifts as gestures, small things matter in a big way, express gratitude when receiving a gift. Quality time, how to communicate, uninterrupted and focused conversations, one-on-one -on -one time is critical. Actions to take, create special moments together, take walks and do something, do small things with your partner. Weekend getaways are huge. <laughs> Acts of service, how to communicate, use action phrases like I'll help. Uh, they want to know you're with them, partnered with them. Actions to take, do chores together or make them breakfast in bed. Go out of your way to help alleviate the daily workload. So Annie, what is your love language? Um, so I've always learned that there's a love language of how you express love and then how you receive love. Okay. <clears throat> so I express love by giving gifts. Okay. Uh, and probably a close second would probably be words of affirmation. Okay. Um, gotcha. The way that I receive love is probably acts of service. Okay. First, followed closely by words of affirmation. That's how you ex or that's receive. how you receive. That's how I feel loved. Okay. Okay. What Very are cool. yours? Um, should it surprise exactly no one that I don't identify with any of these? <laughs> I disagree. Okay, wait a minute. Because I hate words of affirmation. Like anytime anyone tells me, I mean, to receive. Like maybe I okay. express it one way. Like I didn't think about that issue. Yeah. Not issue, yeah. But I didn't think about it that way. Where I, I don't, I express it probably through gifts or acts of service if i'm being you know i guess words of affirmation as well i could probably i would i would have said acts of service for you for showing love yes like how you but, give it but receive it i hate words of affirmation anytime anyone gives me a compliment i don't know how to take it it's like so uncomfortable most yeah. of the time wait like, i know what yours is i know what yours is what Yours is definitely physical touch. You just haven't had that lately, so you can't identify with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think you actually are right. Because also, like, quality time, like, I don't, I, that's, I mean, again, haven't have it, haven't have it, haven't had it. So maybe not feeling it. But I also feel a little trapped when that happens sometimes. Um, receiving gifts, also awkward. 
like, so why awkward. did you get me this? Why do I need this? Remember that? Remember when my coworker gave me a watch one time and I just was like, never could look at the person again the same? Yeah, but that situation, there was a lot to unpack. <laughs> Okay, go listen to a previous episode if you want to hear about that. Um, yeah. <laughs> acts of service, I guess. But again, it it borders that line of like words of affirmation. I'm like, why are you getting me this? Like, I don't deserve yeah. Like, it's very much. I had, I actually did a lot of unpacking on my vacations, like <clears throat> through like therapeutic responses of things, like the way that I, the way that I react to things, like I don't, like it's subconscious, so don't feel bad. I mean, well, like, you know, with, with like acts of service or like receiving gifts or words of affirmation, I'm like, I'm not worthy of this, even though that sounds ridiculous, but it's like subconsciously that must be what I'm thinking. I'm like, oh, I'm not worthy of this. So I shouldn't be receiving it. So this is very awkward to me. Stop. Um, I have a very similar thing. I don't know if it's a worthiness thing or if that's how we were raised. Could be the way, way we were raised. And we're also both the oldest. Yeah. There could be something to that because we like had to, you know, we probably got the brunt of a lot of things. Yeah. Well, it's the not deserving part. Like, I'll give you an example. I, like Mother's Day this year, mm -hmm. I felt very uncomfortable with everything that everyone did for me. Yes. You know, like it was just like, I'm so grateful. I don't want it to come across like I'm not grateful, but... I just, it, I actually, to one person said, like, I do not deserve this. Yeah. And that's so silly yeah. because you it's so silly. totally do. And also just remember that you did feel very loved. Like you said, you told, you said, so that. Loved. You, yeah. said that you felt very loved. And so it's good that even if you did feel that way at a certain point, it, mm -hmm. you could, you at least identified that you know, at least you identified to say like, I feel, you know, I was felt very loved in this day and yeah. that shouldn't be taken for granted either. Cause that means that you're growing. Thanks Bryce. <laughs> I'm a Dude. therapist now. Please call. Uh, that's the terrifying Isn't thing that I've so ever scary? Wouldn't that be terrifying? What if I was your therapist? <laughs> First of all, don't make me laugh. <laughs> First of all, don't make me laugh. <laughs> oh my God, I feel like I haven't heard that in so long. <laughs> that was a good one. Oh well, God. it was interesting. It was a really interesting conversation that uh, that uh, Ashley Graham had with Chelsea. And I thought that it was like, I'd never thought about that. And or that once they like list them off, I just thought, okay, none of those things. <laughs> yeah, yours is definitely physical touch. Yeah. <laughs> but it is just, it is an interesting way it of like thinking. You should read, you should read the book and there's an online free test that you can oh, take. I should have uh, done that. Yeah. You still can't actually you let's do it before our next one. Okay. Before the next time we record. We'll revisit. revisit. Yeah. Oh, um, all right, cool. This episode of the nobodies is brought to you by emilyroggenberg.com. Why didn't you use the sexy voice? Uh, you mean your psychopath voice? It was my psychopath voice? I definitely thought it was my sexy voice. Well, it's not, and it's appalling. But you know what's not appalling is apparel, specifically from emilyroggenberg.com. Ain't that the truth? Her hometown apparel that represents Cleveland, New York, and Los Angeles are so tight. Oh my god, we've talked about your use of the word type. All right, well, I think her products are awesome. 
Okay, well that I completely agree with. Emily Roggenberg's clothing is top of the line with unique designs and beautiful neutrals that you can wear for any occasion. You truly can wear them anywhere. The bar, the coffee shop, trips to get burritos. Trips to get burritos? Okay, whatever. Um, but yes, right now you can save 20% off your purchase when you order on emilyroggenberg.com. That's right. 20% off at emilyroggenberg.com. Promo code nobody. Guys, I promise you will not be disappointed. And now back to the show. All right, now it's time for another installment of The Nobody's Knows Around, an investigative segment in which these nobodies play gumshoe detectives as we take a deep dive into a particular subject or story. This installment is all about Queen Elizabeth's Jubilee. What in the bloody hell is that, you ask? Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. Last week, a nearly week-long event known as the Platinum Jubilee was held in England to mark 70 years of Queen Elizabeth's reign on the Iron Throne. No, wait, that's not right. Just the throne. From June 2nd to June 5th, the 96-year-old queen will be feted with parades, a concert at the palace, and other celebrations to honor her historic reign. Queen Elizabeth, who became the monarch in 1952, has surpassed Queen Victoria to claim the title of UK's longest reigning monarch and the first UK monarch to celebrate a platinum jubilee, which is very impressive. She's accomplished a lot as, a, as the queen. I'm not going to list any of them because you have hands and eyes and can fire up the crown on Netflix at any point to see yourself. Anyway, the celebration culminated with a big Jubilee brunch on Sunday, probably because the queen goes to bed before dinner. But nearly nobody cared about this. People only cared about Prince Harry and Meghan descending on the event and planting further roots in England. Recently, they kicked Harry's cousin, Princess Eugenia, out of Frogmore Cottage, which they just renewed their lease on, which signals that they plan to spend more time in England. They're also stealing the Queen's thunder a little bit by throwing a birthday party for their one-year-old daughter, Lilibet, on, during this jubilee. Prince William and Kate Middleton will not be attending due to some prior commitment, which sounds a lot like bullshit, but sources close to the nobodies have alleged that William and Harry have been FaceTiming and are on better terms than they were last year. According to The Telegraph, Harry and Meghan have given their word that they will stick to the script during their visit to the UK so as to avoid overshadowing the celebrations for the Queen. The paper says they have promised not to conduct any surprise or unauthorized events and will only attend the official public engagements to which they have been invited. However, the Telegraph also adds that organizers are frustrated that they have not been given more detail about Harry and Meghan's plans. The deep-seated nature of the mistrust is graphically illustrated, however, by the comments of one source who said, we'll see when asked about Harry and Meghan's alleged intention to participate in official events only. But back to Eugenia, first of all, get a better name. Secondly, apparently her disgraced father, Prince Andrew, had his eye on the house that eventually went to Will Prince William and Kate. I don't think she's like holed up in a Marriott or anything, but it does suck that if they just straight up stole the house from her, especially because of a birthright. Annie, <clears throat> what do you think about all this? I think that the British media needs to get a freaking hobby. <laughs> like, I still don't understand the royals. Like, I don't get the hype. Me either. I mean, they're fine. Like, like they're fine. Like not I, even a little. I have nothing against them. I really don't. But I don't understand. Like, what is that? But I, w I did find myself 
like reading the story and wondering what the hell is going on. They are saying, they're insinuating, alleging, whatever you want to say, that Harry and Meghan are making a, like a, a play or a, I mean, it does sound like Game of Thrones a little bit. They're, they're making like a play to go back to England or to stay in England and, you know, like fight for Windsor or whatever, like they're doing. Which is it's, so stupid. They're creating drama where there isn't any. Well, they they have I, I they I don't think they have any power. Like, what does it matter if they're? So why does it? Why I mean, I get that they would want to stay like closer to family if they are trying to repair damages of whatever. Yeah. I mean, I get that, but then also, I mean, obviously, I don't know Prince William. That might come shock to you, but he does kind of seem like a whiny baby. Like, I imagine him being like Violet from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Like, yes. Daddy, I want it now. You know, like I just he. I, uh, yes, Veruca. Salt? <laughs> I think so. Wasn't it? I thought it was Violet. Violet. No, Violet's Violet. the gum. Oh, yeah. Violet, you're That's turning the, Violet. Yeah, the gum chewer. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, yeah. Okay, but seriously, Prince William, I don't understand what his deal is. And I really kind of feel like from the way that they said this again, I agree with you. I think the British media needs to get a hobby. But I also think that he might have thought that this like Adelaide house, like Adelaide College or Frogmore, I mean, Frogmore Cottage is where the where the other two live, which is still get a better name. Yeah. But also, I mean, God, I'm, just wondering, I'm just wondering names. if they really, I'm wondering if they really are going to be, you know, if they did just like take that house from her because, and they're like, it's mine because it's my birthright. And that well, seems how do, really like, how do we know that Eugenia or whatever her name is, isn't just like paying the rent? Well, she was staying at Frogmore cottage, which is where Harry and Megan, they own that. And they were letting her stay there. Then they kicked her out because they want to be there now more often. And I don't think they like kicked her out. Like, I don't think they're like, you know, pound sand. You're going to be in, like I said, a Marriott, but I do think that they did it. They, they want to spend more time in England and that doesn't, there's seemingly no reason for that necessarily other than to maybe like repair damages. And then other people are alleging that maybe they're doing it because they want to, I don't know, like steal the throne. <laughs> like, I don't understand. See, like, that part of it's crazy. Like they walked away so from, from everything for a reason. That seems I so think, stupid. Yeah. I mean, I don't see anything wrong with them wanting to spend more time there. No, I mean, why wouldn't you? That would make that would make no. There'd be no reason not to. And also, I don't understand the the whole like why are they creating this drama over this jubilee thing? I mean, I'm sure the queen doesn't give a shit about any of this. Like, she could care less if the if any like if her family's that like she could care less if there's anything going on. Listen, she's 96 years old. Yes. Like, did you see the meme that went around Instagram of her, like, doing the least cutting that cake? Yes. <laughs> and it was, like, me doing the least at work, the least amount of work ever. She just, like, set the knife in it. She just didn't even cut all the way through. She just set it in there. I mean, to be honest, like, I can't believe she's even standing. Like, thank God. Yeah. I mean, I'm so happy for her that she's, like, I, I but uh, at 96, like, I will not be going to a single event if I'm still alive. No. No. In fact, everyone will be coming to me. <laughs> which is what's happening in the situation. Yeah, exactly. Which is good. Yeah. And she, but yeah, like, no. there's like a, a plethora of events. 
There's a rigmarole of events. I, I should I say another word that means no? Please stop. Let's <laughs> no. There are so many events that she has to go to, and you're like, why? Just have a brunch. Yeah. Or have That's a parade. It. Have a parade. She can sit there, watch yeah. the parade, and then have a brunch and be done with it. There doesn't need to be a billion events for this. Right. And not to say I that agree. they're not, it doesn't, it's, she's not worthy of it because she totally is. I'm just saying. It's pretty silly. Okay. I just don't get, I still don't get the Royals. And if someone, I don't, if, someone <laughs> I don't either. This, if anyone is listening to this SOS, like Morse code, do, 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 do. If anyone is listening to this and they can explain, like we had Cassie Delora on, she tried to explain it to us. I still don't get it. Um, I still don't get it. And also if you're listening to this and you are a Royals expert, keep that shit to yourself because we don't have time. <laughs> we do not have time. We don't have any brain, brain storage for that whatsoever. All right. None. To close out the show, it is time for Florida Man where we discuss the very stupid and sometimes insane news stories coming out of the Sunshine State. This week's headline reads, Florida man exposes himself, defecates in Treasure Island surf shop, police say. God. <laughs> a Treasure Island surf shop had quite a mess to clean up after police say a Lakeland man defecated on its floor and used a shirt to wipe it up. Oh, my God. Was he on methamphetamine? According to the Treasure Island Police Department, Gary Peter Bush, all of these men have three names. Have three names. Every single one of them. What is up with this shit? I don't know. Do That's all have three so names? weird. Okay. Every time. Another three-namer. Gary Peter Bush, 69, <laughs> walked into the surf shop. God. Walked into the surf style shop, exposed his genitalia, and proceeded to defecate on a, the floor near the dressing room. Witnesses told police that Bush wiped himself with a shirt belonging to the store, creating a biohazard out of the top. Bush was arrested later <laughs> in the day after being recognized by the store manager. According to the arrest report, Bush told officers, I was at the store earlier to get clothes. I returned to the store to get more clothes. I bought an outfit. <laughs> Bush is facing charges of criminal mischief and exposure of sexual organs. I mean. Do you think that they're this? just like making up these laws? Like, I mean, obviously that is a law, but like, do you think that Florida has to like, I mean, yes. the legislation in Florida has to be just absolutely bonkers like they're just oh like exposure of genitals like no one else is doing that in any other state except for no Florida. no criminal and mischief i can't tell i'm still kind of stuck on the fact that these people have all three names is, is it, it just bizarre? like is it a thing in florida to list their middle name in the publication yeah, what's this guy like this guy's Gary, Gary, Gary Peter, Peter Gary Peter, Gary Peter. Like, like it's a hyphen? No, it's like just two names, but like, does he go by Gary Peter? Okay, <laughs> There's Gary no Peter, way. Up? There's no way. I think that they're just publishing their middle names. Uh, it, uh, it, but they're all, all the, my site is different. 
it's not like it's the same site that I go to every time. So it, it has to either be, like you said, in the actual AP Associated Press news release that goes that goes to all of Florida, or I, I don't know. I mean, it, or it's just a crazy, crazy coincidence. I mean, uh, we have yet to do one without three names. Well, the last we did three stories. Last and all night, three of them. All of them had three names. So yeah, they're definitely just published. It. There's no way that they yeah. go by Jesse David. Like no one's calling them that. <laughs> um, here's one, Corey Anderson. Not a three namer. Not a three namer. I. But how many people have the name Corey Anderson? <laughs> probably a lot. God. Probably more. Probably more Corey Andersons than Gary Bush. <laughs> <laughs> think Gary Bush exposed his bush. Uh, <laughs> oh God. Our moms listen to this. God damn it, Bryce. <laughs> we need to shut it down. We're both yeah, like, enough of it. Let's wrap both, it up. Wrap is, it up. This is why we don't record after dark. <laughs> this is the this has been the nobody's after dark. Ooh, that's what we should do. <laughs> no. Now I'm doing a whole series of stuff. Like as if anyone needs a podcast that's like they don't listen to things at at a certain time so Good. that's an idiotic statement all right that's so funny okay well, that's all all right all right thanks see you later see ya the nobody's podcast is produced by annie wilkinson bryce mcclay and the believe network you can and should follow the Nobody's Podcast on Instagram and TikTok at Nobody's Pod. And you can always email us at noexpertallopinion at gmail.com. And remember, the best way to support the show is to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss a new episode. Please also subscribe, rate, and review our show as well, so hopefully we won't always be nobodies. Finally, we hope you have an amazing weekend. And more importantly, a mediocre week. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.